On this episode, we celebrate a new milestone for the show. This is episode 200 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 200th episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. If you've not done so already, head on out to Facebook and search for the Capture the Magic community and ask to join. Don't forget to listen to Jared and Jamie Lee on the Capture the Magic podcast at CTMPodcast.com. They release new shows every Monday and Thursday. Then on that same feed, Jamie has Trip Tales once a month. And we have CTM at the movies once a month as well. And Jared and I release a new Diz Dudes episode every Wednesday. So go out and search for the Diz Dudes and subscribe. Here at Main Street Magic, we have new shows on Tuesdays and Fridays. So the Capture the Magic Network has you covered all week long. Uh, Quick shout out to Jared uh, during... Uh, past few weeks of having new baby Thor, he completely revamped and redid the entire website, and it launched, well, I think, like today or something. It looks awesome. Aww, um, and thank when you, you go Jared. when you go to mainstmagic.com, that will actually just forward you to our landing page. There, you can find all our info in the episodes, and of course, oh, cool. ctmpodcast.com. Uh, you can get to the capture the magic episodes. You can get to the Diz Dude. You can get to the store. You can get to everything. It looks wow. looks awesome. Thank you very much, Jared. Aww, thanks, Jared. And if you're getting ready to plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation, you want to reach out to Melissa Pilgrim with Ears of Experience. Uh, You can reach Melissa at M-P-I-L-G-R-I-M at themouseexperts.com. She will make sure you get the absolute best rate, help you get your vacation booked, help you with ADRs, fast passes, and answer any questions you may have. If you'd like to support the network and shows while receiving even more content, including the opening of Galaxy's Edge... As a bonus, uh, check out ctmvip.com and learn what Club 32 is all about. And finally, uh, we're so excited to continue our relationship with Expedition Roasters. And they were generous enough now to give a code good for any and every order you make, yes. whether it's your first, your second, or your 30th. And you can go to expeditionroasters.com, use code CTM15 at checkout. You will save 15% off of your entire order. And finally, for uh, this very special episode, we do want to do a cast member spotlight. Uh, There's going to be another one from Coronado Springs. Uh, Coronado Springs would probably own our cast member spotlight (laughs) for like the next three months because everybody there is so amazing, right? Uh, We do want to give a huge shout out to Nathan, uh, who is the guest experience manager up in the Kronos Club, the new club access area. Uh, of Grand Destino Tower, which opened just this month, well, last month technically now at Coronado Springs. Um, we got a chance to meet Nathan uh, during the opening. Mm-hmm. He's, he's Again, he's just one of those people. I know we mentioned him in the past on our review of that, but I just wanted to specifically talk about him for a minute because um, he is another one of those people that I think much like an Aaron and, and Kelsey who we've gotten to know over. He's actually know, good friends with Aaron. Yeah, he is. And he's somebody that I can already tell has made an impact on our life yes. and probably will continue to, um, you know, now. 
now even when we're not staying at Coronado, we'll be popping in to be like, hey, we have a long list of people that if they're around, <laughs> we would love to say hello because they are our absolute favorite. And again, if you have an opportunity, you know, and you're staying club access, you want to say hello to Aaron, to uh, Nathan. Say hello to Aaron, too, downstairs. But <laughs> say hello to Nathan. Um, he is he's running that place and they are taking they're taking club to a whole new level oh, yeah. for Disney. Yep. And. I think that deluxe resorts are going to start to send their people over. I hope so. To shadow and watch what what Nathan is doing, I hope and so. what you know um, Santos is doing over there, the food manager, and everybody who works there because yeah. there's it's just unparalleled. Yeah. And we have other things to compare it to. So we with do. Polly and we have friends that uh, just did a night club level over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and mm-hmm. it's neat to be able to compare them. So, Nathan, mm-hmm. thank you for everything. Uh, and if you do see Nathan while you're there, tell him the Stein family says hello. So here's what I thought I would do for our 200th episode. Um, I didn't want to just do a regular topic. I thought, well, let's, you know, let's, I don't know, let's do something a little bit different. So maybe we can give some, you know, history of the show. We can talk a little bit. Yeah. About how we got to this point. And then yeah. I thought, well, you know what? I'll go out and just ask in the Capture the Magic community if anybody has questions. You know, whether they're Disney related or not, show related or not, ask yep. questions. We'll answer them. Yep. Uh, as I went through the questions, I saw, you know what? I don't think we need to give a show history because we're going to answer probably yep. a lot about yep. how we got to this point in 200 episodes. Wow. Um, which, which is awesome. Yes. Uh, so um, we actually launched the very first episode, episode number one, if you go back on August 14th of 2017 wow and all this wouldn't be without you guys so thank you so much none of it would be correct i mean you know it's interesting if you i had done um and and just a little bit before i guess we get into the questions i had done uh produced two podcasts prior to this for my brother um who was in sports at the time he's now moved on he's he's more of a professional speaker uh, for businesses and organizations and i had produced a podcast uh going back years uh we had the hardwood hustle which mm-hmm. did reach over 200 episodes. Yep. Um, and we had the opportunity to sit down with a lot of big time names in basketball and sports um, from Jay Billis to Mark Cuban and Kevin Durant and, mm-hmm. and people like that. Uh, we moved on from there and, and had the Pure Sweat Basketball Show, which I was very fortunate enough to produce. Um, mm-hmm. And we hit, I want to say, almost 200 episodes there. Mm-hmm. So I technically had, you know, couple a hundred episodes under, under my belt, belt as yep. a producer yep as a producer and so yeah to actually be able to then kind of change that i thought well i know what to do and we love disney let's talk about it so it was neat to be able to kind of move into this role um and i will be going and technically i produce this show because uh, you know we sit here and record it and then when we're done i edit everything and, and upload it and put it out there and all mm-hmm. um coming soon i'm excited at uh, hopefully right after labor day uh i am producing a new show for my brother um, oh. so there will be a whole new, uh, podcast coming out for my brother. If you follow him or know who he is, um, which I'm very, very excited about. It is truly going to be a production. It is not a sit down in front of a mic and talk for X number of minutes, oh. throw on an intro and an outro. Uh, it's actually going to have a lot more to it. So it's going to be oh, interesting. Wow. Cool. Um, so I'm working on that now. So look out for the raise your game podcast, uh, for my brother, Alan Stein Jr. Coming soon. All right. If you like that kind of thing. If you like that kind of thing. And this if you don't, Disney if you don't, then don't listen. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot, I think there can be some overlap. There's a lot of business professionals and that's what he really gears yeah, to true. and sports that's true. minded people. So that's true. All right. We're just going to get into the questions. Um, I, this is basically my show notes for this one are the questions and we're just going to talk about them. This will be very loose, which I guess a lot of times our shows are. 
<laughs> we try to stick to a guideline. I think we do pretty well. This certainly yeah. probably won't be in Diz Dude's realm, but who knows where it goes. So. Oh, goodness. All right. We're going to start off with uh, Ashley Hotz. I'll, uh, again, now, some of these names I've seen, some of them I have not. If I butcher them, I apologize in advance. That's all I can say. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's start. She actually has three different questions. Do you want to start with question number one and start with your answer, and I'll move on to mine. Um, sure. Um, but she does say, "Congratulations, love listening to you guys. Thank, Thank you. you, Ashley." Um, but her first question is, "What are your careers outside of a podcast? <gasps> what is yours? Actually, I should say mine first because yeah. yours is. I actually don't I know, know if I know is. what yours I'm not is. Really sure either, to be honest. <laughs> um, I am a hairdresser. I have done it for over 20 years. I was 18 when I graduated hair school and went into a real salon. And the next month, I turned 19 years old. Wow. And I have been doing it ever since. I absolutely love it. It is so fun. Um, And yeah, I just, I love it. So that's my first job. Now this is my second job. This is what they call your side hustle. Okay. And what's really awesome is that I haven't I haven't paid for a haircut in 15 years, which has been really really cool. You should have been stacking that money away. I should like, have been. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's well. It's too late for too that late. now. Golly. <laughs> or we could do the next every 15 years. Okay. <gasps> Why don't you do that? I'll start doing that. Okay. So you, do you want me just to pay you when I get my haircut, and then you'll put it away? No. Okay. Then I, it's not going to happen because I'm. I'm just not going to remember, but okay, well then maybe um, I should. I'll put a Jeremy, <laughs> let's say under my, um, like a tip jar. No, under my account in my business, I can put a Jeremy. Oh, you should do that. And every time I get my haircut, you yeah. just move like twenty bucks over. Yeah, because I'm probably not tipping that much. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> already I'm paying you for a haircut, which should be free. Yeah. To be honest, I'm your husband. Um, Anyway, so what do you do? I don't know what I do, really. I uh, I do marketing and graphic design. Um, I started out in the IT world. I started working full-time when I was 19. I started working 40 hours a week and, and moved out on my own. Um, it wasn't completely my decision, uh, but really? I didn't always make the best decisions when I was younger and I went oh. to college. Oh. Uh, so I uh, got myself in a situation where I had to just go work full-time, and so I did. So I've been working full time uh, since I was, yeah, basically about 19 years old and living on my own. And um, yeah, so I ended up switching over to marketing. I always liked graphic design and I always liked art. Uh, I actually had started going to college for a graphic design and art major mm-hmm. and um, I blew it. I can just put it that way. Again, wasn't very smart. I blew oh, it. I'm glad um, you got smarter in your old age. Oh, thank you. I didn't realize I had until you just said that. So, yeah. So, anyway, no, I ended up having a chance when I moved down here. I actually was doing IT work when I moved to Florida 15 years ago. And there was an opportunity within the credit union I was working at to move into a marketing assistant. Mm -hmm. And I'd always messed around uh, long ago. I remember my brother graduated college, started his own business and said, I need a website. And I was like, okay, I can make one. And he'd say, I need flyers. Okay, I can make one. I need a logo. I'll make one. So, I started doing all that and just moved over. And about five years ago, uh, left uh, the credit union I'd been with for 10 years and said I was starting my own company. But you still have them as a contract. And I told them I was going to sign them on as my very first client. Yep. And so it gave me the flexibility. I was starting to get to travel a lot, uh, working with my brother, who I also do a ton of work with, and I do mm-hmm. all his social media 
uh, marketing, things like that, uh, as well as we have Jared as a part of our team because uh, he is absolutely brilliant in the online mm-hmm. advertising and targeting and, and all that type of thing. So um, it's really cool. It's this nice, tight-knit family. And then I still do all the marketing and work for the credit union. Yep. Uh, and then I just do offshoots of anything, you know, um, if, if people need logos, if they whatever, if people need websites now, I work with Jared to create those, you know, he does, he does that and I'll help facilitate it. So it's just been cool, but I was traveling enough where I needed the flexibility to not have to take time off. Right. And so now, you know, I'm working when we're in Disney in a sense, but I don't have to tell someone I'm going to Disney. I don't have right. to tell someone I need to take eight hours of PTO. Right. I just go and I work around the schedule. So a lot of people used to ask me, with being a hairdresser, what does your husband do? And I'm like, uh, and then I'll go, well, he's in marketing, social media, graphic design, and video editing. And yeah. that's usually what I say. Um, a lot of people's questions too is, wow, you were independent. You were on your own. You were your own person. And your husband now was going to that. How did y'all do that? How do you feel? And I'm, scariest thing ever yeah but i'm gonna tell y'all exactly what i felt i have been doing what i love for over 20 years and i've seen jeremy unhappy and i i wanted that for you and i was gonna do whatever it took for me to do it and if it takes where one day i'm not doing hair anymore i mean i still am doing what i love with Mm -hmm. you yeah um it's like turning into but the Dr. Phil show. You're <laughs> like Oprah. Time. We're not giving away any cars or anything. No. You get a car. You get a car. Right. Everybody gets a Let's car. Let's move okay. on to Ashley. Uh, her next, next question, question is, um, well, this actually leads in pretty well. I really, I, I will say before we get into it, there are some incredible questions mm-hmm. here. They're like really yeah. awesome questions. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to try not to cry. Me too. I'll tell you now, this might be a really long episode, so buckle in, maybe pour yourself a glass of wine or a snake bite or something and, and sit have back. Have a cup of coffee. A this, lot of people yeah, listen to this, Have a couple yeah, of cups of coffee. Of Expedition Roaster CTM 15. Uh-huh. Um, my husband and I, this was still Ashley, said, my husband and I talk all the time about what we hope our Disney lives will look like when we retire. Uh, what are your dreams for when that time comes? Wow. I don't know that I will ever retire in the sense of what normal people retire you know because nor i won't say normal but a lot of people go and they work for a company for x number of years and they have their retirement plan and account and then there's a date where it says okay at this age you get to retire and do this and that i don't know that we'll ever do that because we don't you know we're not in that same realm of we don't have 401ks and we don't don't work for the yeah yeah we don't work for the man i am the man (laughs) you are the woman is good and bad and also horrible yeah, it's really hard financially to be able to, <laughs> yeah. you know, strict, be strict about your finances and your retirement and all. But if, you know, I can tell you, and we'll probably get into some of this later about what we hope for maybe the future of the podcast. You know, I, I think I'd be OK if I was still 60 and considering myself retired, but I'm doing a podcast or, you know, I'm, I'm visiting Disney or I'm, you know, still whatever. I mean, if my brother is still able to be a. Uh, a 65 year old man giving professional talks, then I think I'd be okay still working for him. So, you know, I don't know. I really, really don't. Uh, Or a retirement plan may be that we work at Disney. Yeah. Actually, that's a great question because I honestly have not thought that far in advance. Um, Back to what I was saying, as far as, and I've done hair for over 20 years, 
I now want, you know, my husband to enjoy what he is doing. So, yeah, I really haven't thought about it, to be truthfully honest. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's going to come because we're not getting any younger there, babe. Mm-mm. Anyway. So, all right. <laughs> moving on to Ashley's last question. Yep. What are your favorite non-Disney activities? Is there any? <laughs> what, are your, what are your favorite? What do we do around here? <laughs> um, well, um, I enjoy the pool. I know you don't very much. I enjoy sitting out there and just kind of yeah sweating. I enjoy the thought of the pool. <laughs> In theory, pool is wonderful. Um, In execution, not for me. Every summer, I take the girls ice skating. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing that this coming Wednesday as their last day before. <gasps> we need to make ice cream. Do you keep saying that? Yeah, homemade ice cream. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I was going to say, we, get, we, like, we like watching movies, but they're usually Disney movies. Yeah. Um, Non-Disney. Uh, there is none, Ashley. Just I know, I No, I can tell you, I do, you know, um, I love to cook. Oh, I miss where I love cooking. One. Oh, how do we know, not think of that one? Well, you were just talking. I had thought of it. So oh. I brought it up. How did you not think of that one? <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, I do. I, I I do. I love I love cooking. That's kind he of does. probably one of my hobbies. Um, we do. We love hanging out with friends. We mm-hmm. love just relaxing. Yeah, it, I, I would say. I mean, two of two of our very best friends. One of them that I've known uh, since I was in first grade. They live. They moved down from Maryland. They live right around the corner mm-hmm. from us now. Uh, like we spent all day yesterday with them down in in St. Augustine. Um, grabbing some drinks and getting something to eat and, and then hunting down dessert. <laughs> um, that's an activity. We love Two Creeks Bar and Grill right mm-hmm. here in our neighborhood, uh, which I know a few people that listen are actually familiar with, yep. which is pretty cool. So, yeah, th- I mean, that really is it. You know, we spend a lot of time, I think, both of us working and doing stuff revolving around Disney that there isn't much we do that isn't part of those two things. Mm-hmm. I guess. So, I um, do you want to get into our next question from uh, the ever-popular... Mr. Gary Gary Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. um, So he said, awesome achievement and congratulations. Thank you, Gary. Um, His question is, obviously, Galaxy's Edge is on the horizon. So will it be, will, so will be a significant highlight. But in the past 18 months slash two years, what has been the standout moment slash experience slash magic? the magic for you and he said now i know you're always making up the rules so he's making one Uh oh you can only pick one standout moment oh my goodness that's tough um i think i know what it is what is yours and i think this is where i don't know how long ago did we do keys of the kingdom uh, that was our anniversary two, two and a half years ago. Yeah. That's your standout moment? Because that is what will prevail us into next, uh, another question in okay. the future. Um, but yes, that is my standout moment. A lot of people um, ask, you know, you have to be 18 years or older. And a lot of people say it's because of what you learn in this. And people say, you know, will you lose the magic? And this is a part that I'm going to try not to cry because that was my standout moment because it did not lose the magic. It made it that much more. And that is where it prevailed me into um, this. 
eventually. Yeah. And that'll be answered later. Okay. Anyways. Sorry. Um, <laughs> well, now I feel like I have to say something that includes our kids. <laughs> well, okay. I, you know, I, oh, Gary, he said I have to pick one. <laughs> Leave it to Gary to ruin this for me. You know, I, I was going to say it's Gary so meeting you and Claire, but, but we haven't done that yet. We haven't done that yeah. yet. But I you are yeah. in the future, so maybe yeah, we'll see Just how kidding. that goes. I'm still not positive. <laughs> um, I, you know, God, that is really probably the hardest question I've ever had to answer because there are just so many individual small moments, and I don't, I don't know which one I would. Wow. legitimately pick I, I have to say meeting jared and jamie that would be my second by the way um jamie's cool i would have to say i don't know the the, the neil patrick harris evening oh, in general really cool. was absolutely that incredible was cool. that was. you know it was Is so funny it? because i think one? it might be okay, and, and really it's going to come down to well i can tell you it's a few reasons no kids either i know poor kids um <laughs> We have so many more memories. We have so many incredible moments with the kids with the that kids. I feel like it would be unfair to only pick one of those, so I went without them. <laughs> um, I had I had said, you know, leading up to that NPH, and it was the one I always wanted to see, and I remember sitting on the phone for like 45 minutes to an hour that morning and, and booking the package at Via Napoli, which we had never been at, yep. um, and getting a lunch. We're going to have the first of, of NPH, and I remember starting to joke and saying, I'm going to wear my suit because I just, um, <laughs> one of my best friends, uh, Josh was getting married in Boston uh-huh. and you it was a lot of money. I spent a lot of money on a suit and it was not a, it was not a tux rental. It was, you mm-hmm. had to purchase a suit, which is good. Cause I didn't have one cause I don't right. need to wear a suit, but it was like, you should probably have one. Right. So I get the suit and all, and it's, it's a nice suit. Very and nice. so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get some more use out of this suit. Yep. Cause it's not like I wear it on a regular basis. I'm going to wear it to MPA. And I was joking. There was no <laughs> chance I was going to wear a suit. Through Disney. Epcot uh-huh. at Disney to go see NPH. And as the joke built, I think people got serious. They're like, you're really going to wear the suit, right? And I'm like, well, I have to now. Mm-hmm. And I just remember leading up, um, we had a, a very uh, magical, wonderful upgrade that evening at Coronado uh-huh. Springs to the executive suite. Um, we ended up going over to Epcot and we were running a little bit late and I am running through Epcot in a suit. Yeah, because I couldn't run. I had heels on. Because you had heels on. And, and I just, just like, I can't. I'm just thinking of this image and then to sit there um, and, and we met some wonderful friends there and then, you know, prior, we got our photo taken with Aaron by the Christmas tree in the old lobby, now old lobby of, of Coronado Springs and I tweeted out to Neil Patrick Harris and just said, you know, if you're going to see MPH, um, you got to suit up or something like yep. that. And I remember we come back and you were actually, we're, we're sitting and relaxing. I, um, Santa Claus three was on and I had Santa Claus three. <laughs> wow. On. You remember that? And I had run down cause we were, we were hungry. I'd already eaten my, my leftover pizza, yep. but we were still hungry. And I went down to uh, El Mercado and I got a um, Philly cheesesteak sandwich and fries and brought it back for us to split. <laughs> And I'm sitting there eating that, and I remember you're walking through um, the front area talking to your mom on the phone saying, we had a wonderful evening. We saw Neil Patrick Harris. He was great. Next year, we'd love to do this with you guys, you know, the Candlelight Processional and all. And I'm going through my mentions, and Neil Patrick Harris responded to me. Yep. And said it's hard to, something along the lines of, it's hard to miss a a, a sharp suit or something like that, respect. Which he saw you, and I, I know he did. 
during the processional, we might Which have seen me in my suit, but it was awesome. It was, I don't know. It was just something. It was one of those things, you know, we talked about for so long. It was just one of those kind of perfect evenings. At and Disney. by the way, um, the friends we were with, the names are you, do you remember off the top of your head? Susie and Bob. Yes. Okay. Susie gets her hair done. Yeah, um, this is even which just cooler. Is it would extend beyond Really this. cool. Um, which um, my coworker, which is right across the way, we have our own rooms basically. Um, and she's right across the way from us. And she ha- she does Susie's hair. And I talked to her after. And she said that, I mean, now granted, we were the only ones dressed like that. And everybody, she said, <laughs> thought... Who are they? And there was whispers and like, they must be somebody important. Oh my gosh. They, who are they? And we're not. And we're not. (laughs) Um, And maybe in your eyes, y'all. And I do thank you so much for that. But it was really funny because she did say that. So I do know that Neil did see us and it was incredible. Yeah. Um, And we're going again this year. Yep. And I will suit up. And I will dress up. Uh, Spice Road table this year. Yep. So yeah. And I mean, we, the way the day worked out, we were, yeah, we were suit and dress, dressed up almost all day because we went to Via Napoli dressed that way. Mm-hmm, so sure did. that one was, was very, very interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Next, we're going to move over to Joshua Powell. Now he says, what's your favorite change Disney has made since you have been annual pass holders? <laughs> and then he says, besides anything at Coronado Springs. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. Already? Before sure. witnessing it? Sure. Okay. There's been so much build up and yeah. Yeah. Um you I know. just love let me say this, Joshua. I love that, you know, people complain, oh, Disney raised prices or this is a raised price. You know what? I don't care. You know why? Because I love that Disney is always changing, always doing something mm-hmm. different, new, amazing, where that's why we too tell you to get like a travel agent. All oh, this is so hard now. Yeah, to navigate. It, it it you you need. It's not like oh we're gonna go. You know, ten years, fifteen years ago, you could have been like oh I'm gonna go to Disney and we're gonna do, you know, last minute things. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. So uh, honestly, I, I I think that's it. Yeah, I mean that'd be hard to argue. Uh, you know, having not seen it in person yet and, and going to get to here very soon, which is awesome. But, um, I've actually, I really like the very important pass holder program. <laughs> um, I, you know, I like what, as dumb as it sounds, the magnets. Yeah. You know, the, our first year as pass holders at food and wine, we got those amazing like cocktail, short cocktail oh glasses God, etched are, yeah. with the pass holder and food and wine logo on the bottom. Them, and they're not, none, um, none broke. No, so we, we have, we have the, four. We've got the um, cutting boards this year mm-hmm. with the coasters. I love to see what magnets are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the events, while you know we haven't loved all the pass holder events, right. I am feeling I like think working on it. They are, and I, and I'm feeling I'm feeling important, you know, and I'm feeling very important as a pass holder. Good. Um, I wish the name would change a little bit so it wasn't look like VIP holder holder butt holder, but. <laughs> Um, I am really appreciating that. You know, I, I think it is something that makes you feel special. Mm-hmm. Um, also Grand Destino Tower. <laughs> Oops, he said no. Oh, he said no. Okay. All right. <laughs> what do we have next? Jen. Who, who we got next? Oh, we love Jen. Thank you for the cookies, Jen. Jen is amazing. We love her. Um, hi, Pfeiffer, right, is the last mm-hmm. name. So Jen Pfeiffer. 
Um, she not only is an amazing person that we have met in person, but um, an amazing baker. She is. And amazing cookies. Um, yeah, move over, cake boss. <laughs> is there a cookie boss? Cookie boss. You move over, cookie monster. Move I don't know who, but her cookies over. are awesome. She, I fro- she told me, by the way, I froze the rest of them. She said, while they will last because they're individually packaged, they will last several weeks. She said, you can freeze them and they're amazing. So I went ahead and dumped the rest Perfect. in the freezer. So I they are they were. So I was going to eat some. Oh, okay. What's her question? <laughs> her question is we'll save that for our, our, our cookie podcast. <laughs> Sponsored by Cake Girl. Okay. Okay, what are your must-dos for Disney Springs? I feel like I'm like Stacy. What are your Disney <laughs> must-dos? Must-dos. Must-do shops, foods, etc. What What are your must-dos? Uh, Disney Springs. Yeah. Well, that was what the question was, so that would be good. I wouldn't say like, what are your must-dos at the St. John's Town Center? That wasn't her question. It was, what are they at Disney Springs? Well. <laughs> what do you got? No, maybe like, what's an entertainment, a food, and a shop for you, would you say? I don't know. Okay, mine is mine, wow, really mine is uh, mine is Boathouse for food. Um, Blaze Pizza if you want to go quick service. Even though Blaze only gets me because they're available in other wow. places. I don't know. Um, I'm, for shop, I'm going World of Disney. Entertainment, I absolutely love the Void. Love it. I, I would not mind me you can if I just we can copy all you. Sure, if we can <laughs> anyway squeeze it into the ridiculous week we're gonna have during Galaxy's Edge open. Oh, me, you, Jared, and Nate to go do the so void. Fun would be amazing. That'd be so fun. Okay, so you're just stealing my answers, or uh-huh. do you think World of Disney? I think is. World, I mean, I'm a kid in a in a candy, candy shop. shop. Except World it's a of Disney, Disney is yeah, adult. that is a must do shop because it has absolutely everything. Um, as a woman, we'll go ahead and go beyond that. Cause I will, since I'll let him have those, my must do at Disney, um, shop would be the, um, the one that goes into, oh my gosh, I can't think. The, the shop? Yeah. It, um, it, it, it's like a couple of them. They go into each other. Trendy. Yes, yeah. thank you. Trendy, and then and the, then there's um, the dresses back there, yep, yep. the dog and the yeah. cat. Um, oh my god, I still that is need, a, that is a must do. I agree with you. There. I still need to buy um our animals a um bed dog bed from Disney. Yeah. Um, but that and then there's the there's cars, there's candle making there. There that is a really yeah. cool, and then the trendy is really cool for is. us women. Um, I really love how some of them are just. Um, you're not your traditional. They're really, um, yeah. they're really trendy. Yeah. And love the Lego <laughs> store. The Lego store is so fun. It's just cool. Yeah. I love the Lego store. Still it's just, the yeah, I know. I would just, I would Maybe pack we'll yourself with, weekend. with hand sanitizer. <laughs> this is germ farm up in that sucker. All right. Um, um, so I said shops, foods. Um, there's so many. Yeah. Um, but Morimoto has always been a I favorite. I would say Morimoto. Because that was really fun. We've done before with um, really good friends, um, John and Michelle. Actually, that was really fun. Yes, um, it's and, a wonderful experience. Um, entertainment. Um, sometimes you can really find some really cool entertainment. Free daps. I don't care what Jared says. Okay. Free daps are awesome. I was gonna say underneath the um, the yeah, they've got that stage, stage. right in the middle. Right now, they're, they're doing the, the descend dance party. Right. 
which I may shoot over and check out Wednesday evening. Okay, you should. If people are interested in seeing what it's like, because it's actually going to move over to Magic Kingdom, I believe, for the Halloween party. Um, Because he's going to stay the night that night, Yeah, which is good. Get a lot of work. Good Lord, excuse me. Get a lot of work done. Yeah, yeah, so that's my stuff. I like it. All right, next we're going to move on to Sandy Edney. Um, and this is actually good because I think this will this uh, this is the only reason we answered um, Gary's question and not including the kids because I, I remembered this question <laughs> was coming up. No, you didn't. Yeah, I totally remember. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite Disney memory for your family? So you got to include the kids for this one. Can you know you think, what I'm gonna say? What? You're gonna cry? No, I'm gonna try not to. I'm trying to get you to cry before the end of the episode. I will say when I dress them up. As Tinkerbell and Cinderella. That was amazing. And every, I I mean, how 20, 30 questions. Oh my gosh, when did you have time to go to Bippita Boppity Boot? We were literally on the ferry boat at Mm -hmm. like 8 Mm a.m. And people were like, did you go to Bippity Boppity Boutique yesterday and they slept that way? Or do you have some sort of zombie children? What is going on here? And you're like, no, I did this. I did this. You did it in the camper, didn't you? I did, I did. That was New Year's Eve. I did. um, And we stayed at the KOA off property in our camper um, with my parents. Okay, this wasn't when we went to... um, Are you sure? Because she was Tinkerbell and Cinderella. And Cinderella, I think it was the camper. I thought we went to Cinderella's Royal Table. Oh... Yeah, I'm thinking Maybe of a different time. Maybe it was. I don't know. Anyways, it was when we dressed, dressed them up, up, and it looked like Bippity Boppity Boutique did them. And because you're I an incredible hairdresser, and you can do makeup and all that stuff, you. and I it was that. seriously amazing. Yes. I was upset that you charged me eighty dollars a kid. <laughs> I thought that seemed unfair, but um, oh man, that is a good one. Um, <sighs> shoot, Lacey wasn't born yet, so I can't include this one. One of my favorite Disney moments still ever is taking Kaylin at 18 months and her meeting Mickey Mouse for the first time. Mm, it was. And and we all cried. Me, my mother, and it, my mother. Yeah, it was hilarious. Because at Why 18 is it hilarious? And, and I, I just mentioned this because the memory came up recently. It was for your 30th birthday. It was the year of the million dreams or whatever where you actually got into Magic ranch. Kingdom. <laughs> you actually got into Magic Kingdom on your birthday for free. Yeah. Um, That's all you got. And no, extra we took rain. so you can tell that in a minute. Let me get my story here, woman. <laughs> Kaylin was eighteen months, and I was, and I, I posted this recently, and it got incredible feedback, especially on Twitter. Like people got really good feedback. Oh, wow. I was one of those that at eighteen months, I thought, why are you, why would we take our child at eighteen months? She's not going to enjoy this. She's mm-hmm. not going to connect. She's not going to remember anything. And you know what? She probably doesn't remember any of it. She one hundred percent connected, and we remember every moment. In fact, it's one of my favorite all time moments. And we go to meet Mickey. This was back where now Launch Bay. Uh, he mm-hmm. met as dressed in his Fantasia robe and his, his hat and all. And um, we're waiting in line for a while. And I'm like, uh, we're with your parents. We're with my parents. We were camping in a mm-hmm. tent mm-hmm. at Fort Wilderness on the behind my parents' camper mm-hmm. trailer. And um, I remember going and walking up and she ran up and he knelt down and she kissed him on the nose. Mm-hmm. And I look over and you're standing next to me bawling. Mm-hmm. And next to you is your mom and she's bawling. Mm-hmm. And next to her is my mom and she's bawling. And then yep. I'm like, oh God, how am I going to keep it together? It just, I will never forget that moment. Um, she grew up watching also um, Mickey Mouse oh, Clubhouse. Oh yeah, Clubhouse. So um, it, it was almost like, she saw Mickey and she's like, holy crap, he's real. Yeah. 
like he's my star. Yeah. And it was yeah incredible. It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to include one of the entire family, which would include Lacey, <laughs> this is going to be tough because uh, we just have had so many. Um, man, I don't know. That's really tough. I uh, really. It is. It really is. I um. I think we've had so many awesome moments. There's something I try and do every trip, and it is to just at least sit back for five minutes and just kind of take everything in. Mm-hmm. And one of my honestly favorite times recently, um, when we're in the parks, we we our our trips are very different than they were even two years ago. Mm-hmm. Where you know two years ago or. You know, four years ago when we became APs, everything was still very go, go, go. It was like, how much can we do? And we now have relaxed so much more. A lot. But also, when we're in the parks, especially since starting the podcast, we do always feel a need to be reporting or to be Mm -hmm. working in a sense. And, you know, because we're so so fortunate, we're so lucky that we get to go, you know, once a month, roughly Mm -hmm. every three weeks, sometimes several times a month. And... We understand that our listeners and, and people on Facebook and Twitter can't go as often, but they want to know what's happening in the parks. They want to see. They want to know. You know. Absolutely. I mean, I remember a point where we'd go in, in a day, and I would literally every ride we walked up to, I would take a photo of of the wait time, and post it. Like, like people couldn't just go into MDE and look at it. Like I was doing the world some giant favor, but I felt <laughs> this need to. And I remember we went. This was back in March. Uh, it was rounding out our spring break. And we're staying at Town Place Suites. Mm-hmm. And um, our friends, our neighbors that live right across the street, um, Russell and Claire, mm-hmm. um, with their their adorable little baby, Autumn. And then they've got Patrick and Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth and Lacey are literally sitting out on our couch right now watching a movie. Um, we said, well, you, we're going to be there at the same time you guys are. Let's meet in Animal Kingdom. Yep. And we went, and I made a decision that I was just going to put my phone away for the day. And I did. And it was one of the best days I've had in the past four years. Like, seriously. Because I got to, like, watch everybody just enjoy everything again. I didn't feel like, I got to live stream this. I got to take photos of that. And I got to whatever. And it just... And they had this resurgence because they were there with friends. Yep. It was just awesome. It was awesome. Like, literally, we left and and Lacey Lacey cried cried hard. And, and like, she hadn't done that in in a long time. She hadn't. So, that's mine. Okay. Good. I'm not saying it's better than yours, but it's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's a pretty good Just one. Kidding. All right, you want to go next uh, from yeah, Patricia Adams? Yep, Patricia Adams. Um, I am go. Ooh, I am going non Disney. What is the best fiction and the best non fiction book you've ever read? Well, I book, read some- book. What is a book? <laughs> I read sometimes. <laughs> um, and I read the Hunger Games and um. Did you read all of Twilight? Yeah. And Are we allowed to mention that one? I don't know if we should mention that. That's a little racy. Because there's children Fifty listening. Shades it was a book. Yeah. It was nonfiction. No, it was fiction. That's fiction. I always get those stupid yeah. things confused. Um, if it was real, there would have been some arrest made, I think. <laughs> have you read the Harry Potter books or not? No, I did not. You have not. I watched okay. all the movies. Um, and so what's your favorite honestly, of all the fiction books? Honestly, there was one that... So these are... The reason I'm saying these is because these are books that you, um, everybody can relate with. But there was a book, and everybody I read can it. relate with. I mean, they can they understand they know what I'm talking about. Like I'm oh. about to talk about. A <laughs> well, I'm like, oh yeah, Twilight. I'm very relatable. <laughs> no, I'm. About I remember to say when a I was book, a and I teenage pasty vampire. I'm trying to remember the 
name of it, and I'm not sure. Um, crap. I haven't seen you, seen you read a book in. It's like been a very long time, but there was years. this one book that I read actually a couple of times, um, and oh my gosh, now the it has completely left my brain the name of it. But um, what's it about? It was about um some treasure and underwater and an island and just very obviously fiction book hmm. and it was really good and i read it two or three times actually and don't ask me why i can't remember the name Where was because I? it just left me i don't know were we married did I you know so. me yes yes i think it was um i'm trying to remember the author because then i tried to buy books and do books from her and um she was really good now i can't i can't think well um, i will I, I can tell you my favorite um non-fiction I don't think I've read a nonfiction. Is um, Raise Your Game by Alan Stein Jr. <laughs> no, honestly, it's incredible. But um, the life is the the book uh, the from the two creators of Life Is Good. Did you read that one? I did. Oh. I read it cover to cover. And it's really really good. Cool. And I would seriously check out Raise Your Game. You know what's funny is when I was um, much younger, when I was a teenager. Uh, and you did not have instant access to cell phones because I didn't have one. Mm-hmm. You didn't have just I could watch anything I want at any given moment. I was and I worked at a uh, one hour photo place in, okay. in Darnstown, Maryland. It was one hour photo. <laughs> Darnstown. Okay. <laughs> and first of all, I will say back then you had to have photos developed off 35 millimeter film, right? Correct. People back then. We see your photos, okay? Just saying. Watch out. Oh, well, I would hope it's very know that. it's very strange when somebody comes to pick up some photos that you've seen and you're like, I'm not so sure I should have developed these. They oh my were, goodness. There was some nudeness going on. So what are you all right, where are you? There was uh, at? I'm just saying this wasn't a very popular one hour photo play, so there was lots of downtime. And I read books nonstop oh. and I read I read, I bet during the year or so I worked there. I bet I read six to eight James Patterson books. Ah, uh, okay. And they were incredible. He's a good author. I, really, really good. I mean, talk about talk about like Bob Ross in it as you're reading. Like those are ones that you could watch. Only time it was Kiss the Girls. Wasn't that his big one? Sure. Is that what it was called? And Ashley Judd was in it, and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I think so. I think it was called Kiss the Girls. Um, or Kiss the Girl. Kiss the Girl, like maybe. It. Yeah, you just kiss one of them. Don't kiss multiple. That's getting out of hand. <laughs> but I remember the movie came out, and I saw the movie, and I hated. That afterwards, I was like, that wasn't as good as the book. Because I hate, I don't like, I'm like, movies are awesome. Mm, I can sit down and watch them with my eyeballs. I will say books are better. I'm not a fan of reading. But I would say Kiss the Girl, I think that's what it's called, by James Patterson, and then Rage Your Game by Alan Stein Jr. Okay. All right. (laughs) That was a good one, though. That really had to make me think, because not a big reader. (laughs) All right. Teresa Bryan uh, asks, how old were you girls the first time you took them to Walt Disney World? And have we ever been to Disneyland? You want to field these questions? Well, the um, first time, Jeremy actually already said, um, Kaylin was 18 months old. Mm-hmm. But how old was Lacey the first time we ever took her? 18 months old. Was she? Yeah. So she wasn't? She was 18 months old. Or younger? Nope. Kaylin, Both of them we took okay. at 18 months old for the very first time. Uh, and then, um, have we ever been to Disneyland? No. No. We were supposed, so we were to, be supposed going to About two weeks. But <laughs> stupid Galaxy's Edge had to open here. Yeah. Nah, at the time that we were going to Disneyland. Yeah. So. so we had plans to be in Disneyland 
mm-hmm. everything booked August 22nd to August 27th. We were going to cover the D23 Expo, and we we're actually going to do a three-day park hopper, uh, Disneyland and, and California Adventure. Um, when the announcement of Galaxy's Edge came out, because we are a predominantly, Disney as in World. all right now, Disney World mm-hmm. podcast, you know, certainly hope to expand at, at some time in the future. Um, we felt that we needed to be here to cover it, and there mm-hmm. was zero way with, again, both of us being independent, yeah. workers that we could basically be gone would would have ended up being almost two weeks straight so we decided to uh cancel that trip to disneyland which i'm so sad and i think i'm gonna regret it because of d23 yeah the people i could have met i know robert downey jr oh, he's, uh, he's, he's getting indu- he's getting inducted as a disney legend okay there. i'm mad at you now and now he and i have matching tattoos. Yeah, so I'm, so I'm just mad saying. Seriously, I could have met yeah, him. He's, no, I'd have been I'm like, not saying you could have met him. I'm just saying he's being no, inducted. No, I'd have been like, <laughs> if I would have worn a Tony Stark suit, no, nope, you think you would have pointed um, me out? Nope, um, no, um, and only you. I would have called his name, and I can't think of his name. Yeah, now. we'll see. Then Things that's not going to go that well. Head. That is really not going to work. Yeah, well. because him and Marissa Tomei. That's why in Spider Man. I know it's cool when they're back together, sitting on the couch there in yeah. Civil War. Yeah. When they introduced Spider-Man. Um, oh, what was I just going to say? I don't remember. No, we... Um, we Damon would like Bradley. To get, okay. We would like to get to Disneyland in 2020. Um, yes, I really want to go out there. I want to walk where Walt walked. That's exactly what I was looking forward to. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we had to cancel it, but we wanted to make sure that we could cover Galaxy's Edge here in Walt Disney World. Um, so, all right. You go to uh, Kristen Arbeen. Arbeen. I'm going to say Arbeen. Um, and this is a great question that I don't know I have an answer for. <laughs> Where do you vacation outside of Disney? Well, Kristen. We um, do not. I'm kidding. We actually went to the Appalachian Mountains in mm-hmm. North Carolina um, for Kaylin's like 11th birthday. Yeah, it was just back in January of this year. Yep. And um, my kids have never seen snow. Our kids have never seen snow. And this was the first time, and it was awesome. It was cool. Um, I, if you've listened to past re- respond, um, episodes, episodes, I am. Um, I've been quite a few places. Yeah, you've been to a lot of places there. <laughs> Flipping world traveler. Um, we love the Keys. It's been a while since we've yep. been, but we've done the Keys twice. Uh, my parents actually live in the Myrtle Beach area. Yep. And while I don't know there. that you can consider it a vacation, but it is, because when it we is. go there, we do a lot of fun stuff, and we go to the and beach. They and they live... A golf cart to ride from the beach. Yes. So it's very. It One is. of my favorite things yeah. is riding in the golf cart to the beach or to get breakfast at uh, Big Apple Company mm-hmm. Bakery in the morning. Um, yeah, I mean that's really it. You know, our, our mostly we really our don't have vacation. Yeah. Vacations outside of Disney. No, but when we do, I mean, I would go back to the Keys any given moment. Yeah, I do love the Keys. I agree. Um, and we were lucky enough when we went to go with really good friends. Um, Brittany and Danny, yep. who uh, Danny is a boat captain, so they would bring their boat, and he would take us out fishing and snorkeling, and it mm-hmm. was just, it was we'd stay right on the canal. Yeah, um, it was awesome. And, and yeah, it was very, very cool. So, um, w- okay, outside of Disney, where's the one place you'd want to go? That's not her question, but it's my question. I get to, I get to ask some questions up in here. Oh, I would like <laughs> to go back to Hawaii, but I'd like to go to Alani with you. All right, that's Disney, so you just broke all the rules. I'm kidding. I would like to go there, too. Well, I've been to Hawaii. I know, I, I know you have. Do you want to rub it in even more? No, but I'd like to go back, but I'd like to go back and then to Alani. So 
it would be outside of a Disney and then it would be inside of Disney. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That, that's good. That's like cheating, but it's not. Um, all right. Next, uh, Jody Young just said congratulations. So thank Thanks, you, Jody. Jody. And Missy Anderson said woohoo. Thanks, Missy. Thank you. All right. Next, we have Diana Swillinger. Um, she says, do you ever tire of monthly Disney outings? What is your answer? I do not at all. You do not? Nope. Ever? Nope. I don't either. I do when it's solo. If you Uh, remember the opening of Flower and Garden this year. I do. um, I don't know. It was just weird. But I was there by myself. I had come off of a lot of travel. It's totally (laughs) why. I love, I do love going to Disney solo, but I love it a million times more going with you. I mean, it's just, there's nothing like it. Um, No, I don't tire. Uh, It's so funny because we came off this last trip and um let's see we got home on july what 24th i think it's almost weird that we haven't been since well and our next trip was not scheduled till august 27th right but we are going now we are because the pass holder previews and all opened up so it was weird to think that we weren't going and you know it it truly is our second home i mean and and with having the podcast and doing these things i mean we live and breathe disney every day Mm -hmm. um and it is such it's so ingrained in our lives that I miss it when we're not there. Mm-hmm. As much as sometimes it feels really good to be home and be in a routine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally miss it when we're not there. And I still, every time we go, I take a picture of the sign. Mm-hmm. As it says, welcome to Disney World, Walt Disney World mm-hmm. with Minnie and Mickey. I take a picture every single time. And I'm still excited every single time. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right. What are five recent changes at Walt Disney World that you wish they hadn't done. Uh, five is a lot, so maybe we can each combine for a total of five. Um, I don't even know one right now. Man, I, you know, I'll be honest. Uh, it's not that that recent, and I know that we're getting Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land in place of it. I miss so much, like the Backlot Tour, uh, the Lights Motor okay. Action. I, okay, yeah. Can I miss I, those, I the Streets of America, Osborne, <gasps> Osborne Lights. Lights. All right, there we go. We got if five. Is that enough of them? <laughs> I mean, those I really and truly, truly miss. Um, I, I, I miss I miss Epcot being what it was in the front, but I'm excited for what it's going to yeah. be. And so I don't I don't miss it as much. Um, my main, all of them would revolve around Hollywood Studios. I wish that we could have gotten just flat out expansions as opposed to having to close yeah, all that stuff cool. down. You know? Oh, the ant... Um Oh, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yep, section. That was cool. Was always so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that kind of covers it, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna take say that. it did, Diane. Um, you can only eat at one Disney restaurant for the next year. Which you pick, Sana? I'm picking. I literally would pick Sana. I love Sana. Oh gosh! I, every trip, I'd get bread service, and then I would oh, pick yeah. a different dish. But then. And they're so good. I feel like you could create dishes every time. Mm. You know, like you could literally be like, hey, I really like the idea of this dish and this dish. I think you could maybe like kind of put them together and they'd be like, yeah, we got you, man. Mm. You guys come here every month because you're not allowed <laughs> to eat anywhere else. So I think that would be wonderful. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, mm. I'm trying to think. We've eaten a lot of wonderful places recently. Honestly, too. I'd probably say California Girl. Would you? Yeah. I th- because of the diversity. That is. And that's exactly good, good what point. I was trying to think of where I've eaten recently that has the diversity of American 
um, you know, and I mean, yeah, they've got pizza, Chinese, they've got sushi, they've sushi, got yep. yeah, American. They've got I mean, they've you're right. Mm-hmm. It's a very very diverse menu. That's a really really good pick. Yep. Um, of course it is. Just I kidding. can say looking at looking at the the menu at Toledo. I know we did a lot of like small plates and apps in the pinchos. Um, they sound like really professional you saying do, it that but way. It's Thank not you. Diverse because it's just. But but it's an expansive menu. It I feel is. like it's a huge menu. Yeah. Your California Grill one's good. I'm still I still think I would go Sanaa. Okay. Do we each get to pick one? Well, I so hope so. We technically so. get two. Oh. See, do we like just game the system? Yes. Okay. I like it. Or do we get four? Because Kaylin pick nine dragons. Oh, she would totally pick nine what dragons. Pick? I think. Um. Lacey, I don't know what she would pick. She'd probably just pick nine dragons. Mm, no. Um, I don't know. Would Ka- would Kaylin pick nine dragons or Katsoar Grill? <laughs> Loves her some Katsoar Grill. All right. Uh, next one. This is also from Diana. And she says, um, whatever happened to Mr. John Maroon? Does anyone know? Will the mystery ever be solved? It will be solved. Yeah. Um, so. th- yeah, this, you know, over... Over the course of starting the show, you know, and, and and I had the idea, you know, it's funny. So here's where everything came about with the show. I had done podcasts. Um, I had never listened to any other podcast other than Hardwood Hustle and Pure Sweat Basketball. Mm-hmm. And those were the two that I produced. And I listened to them because I was the producer and I had to. I didn't right. have a choice. And so two years ago of this July, July of would have been 2017, we were coming back um, from our annual 4th of July trip to my parents. And we're coming back, and for whatever reason, I just didn't feel like listening to music, and I was like, there's there's other podcasts. I wonder if there's a Disney one. So I started looking them up, and one of the first ones that came up was um, Diz Unplugged. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much listened to it for the for the six hours mm-hmm. on the way home. <coughs> and um, about a week later, uh, I was still listening to it, and I had to fly to Maryland to film some stuff for my brother. And I was listening to it again, and I remember literally sitting on the plane. I think I texted you, or I'd already mentioned it to you, and I was like, we, we know Disney. Like, I talk Disney all the time. I wonder if we could start a podcast. And I, I, wasn't, I didn't know who I should do it with it, whatever. I'd actually messaged uh, Melissa about it, mm-hmm. but she was so busy. And so then we were sitting one day uh, over at John and Michelle's out back grilling. And I said to him about it. And we like, go with, we went with them quite a bit. We, we went with them a lot in their family. Um, they live right down the street from us. And so I said, um, I think I'm starting a Disney podcast. Would you like to be a part of it? Cause we thought you were going to be too busy. Yes. Cause you work very long days. And yes. he was like, yeah. So I ordered all the equipment and everything and I got it set up. And we started uh, podcasting and we started doing episodes and we went on trips together and we did reviews and I, we were doing about one a week and I got to a point where I thought, um, I really want to try and do two a week. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing some where, um, we, we bought John a mic and he would call in cause he travels a ton for work. Uh, he's a very, very busy man. Um, and so he, w- he was traveling a lot. And so we started to do some, uh, from long distance and he would kind of call in and we would do some. And then schedules got so busy, his and mine, mm-hmm. that we couldn't do the normal lineups. Him walk down the street. I remember he used to walk down mm-hmm. and he'd knock on the door, ring the doorbell, and I'd open it up and we'd come sit. Yep. And um, we would record I have episodes. To keep everybody quiet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, because a lot of times you weren't here. It'd be like oh, on a Friday wow. when he got back from travel. Yeah, like every PM. once in a while I would though. Yeah. And so we started recording and, and we're doing amazing because his his Disney knowledge is, is so vast and he's yeah. been visiting 
you know, for for 40 years. I mean, he's been going yep. pretty much he's since been opening. on Disney Cruises. Yeah, he's Disney a DVC Cruises. Member. They've done Disneyland, DVC, DVC. So his, his knowledge is so vast. So I was like, this, this is perfect. And, and so we started recording. And then I wanted to bump it up to two episodes a week. And as he would get really busy, the schedule started to not line up. And so Rhonda started to fill in. And the whole goal, I think, at that point was to turn it into a three-host show and pick and choose. And things just got, things got busy. And it just, it turned out that you and I could record at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning, mm-hmm. or we could record at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night, right? or we could record at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday because mm-hmm. you, you took off work. And so it kind of just developed into you coming in. Um, and and originally just, it started yeah. where, unfortunately, the first, very first, and I think this is answering a question later on, but the very, very first, Jeremy said that they just weren't going to put out a episode because they were busy and their um, schedules couldn't align and i'm like what no i mean you have listeners people depend on you i excuse me love Grey's anatomy and when they say there's going to be an episode i'm excited and i can't wait to watch it so i'm like you can't do that he was like what are you gonna do you do it and i'm like (laughs) well i'm gonna have to because i just (laughs) couldn't let y'all down yeah. And that's where it started. Well, and the crazy thing is the very, 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 very first episode that never aired. You remember you and I sat in here one night and tried to do an episode. We did? Yeah. I don't remember that. And we did one and it was horrible. <laughs> and I was like, well, do you I'll still go have back. That? I don't think I do. I have to look it up. I don't know that I'd <laughs> want it to see the light of day. And so John and I did the first one. And it right. was like the introduction to Main Street Magic. When we were done. John speaks a lot in his business. Yes. So he's polishing very, very yes, good. Yes. I not so much. So we actually recorded the very first episode and he left and I went to edit it down and I was like, I hate everything I said. So I actually went back and re-recorded on my own almost all of my parts wow. and cut them in with John's parts. I didn't have to edit his. His were awesome. And recut in all my parts. That's so if you go back funny. to the very first episode and there's anything that sounds off or weird, my parts were literally me by myself re-recording them. <laughs> and I will tell you this, and if anybody, well, we may answer it later, and I'll just touch back on this. If you're thinking of doing a podcast or something, you know, when we did the Hardwood Hustle and Pure Sweat Basketball, they were very, very, very polished. They took a lot of editing yeah. um, because we wanted them, they were on such a professional level. They were much more of um, very educational where we wanted them to be scripted without being scripted. So there was a lot of editing. When we first started this show, uh, I would go back and I would edit out ums and uh and pauses and uh. dogs barking in the background. And I thought if people hear me say um or people hear a dog bark in the background, they're going to think this isn't professional. What matters is that the sound was good. Right. And it's always been because I knew what to buy. Right. So um, not long into the show, uh, it was probably not even quite a year, I did a, a, a podcast um uh, uh, conference down in Orlando and I had the opportunity to meet Lou Mangello from uh, WDW radio, big, huge time podcaster, but yeah. he mostly knows who he is. And he was nice enough to sit and talk with me for a while. And I said to him, Hey, we you know started this podcast recently. What kind of pointers do you have? Here's how we do our show. And I told him I go do a lot of post-production and I edit out the ums and the pauses and whatever. And he said, don't people want to hear, the real you they want to hear you have a conversation and Mm -hmm. at that moment i stopped and it was such a wonderful incredible piece of advice nice because our goal i think is to sit here and have a conversation with each other Mm -hmm. while hopefully 
people are listening, <laughs> you know, and, and it'd be natural because this is how we talk normal. I mean, this is our, what you hear on the show is how you and I would sit down and talk about Disney anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, on Car Ride Homes, when we used to say, well, man, we really loved eating at Nomad Lounge. Is that your favorite bar now? No, I think this one. Like, that's the conversation we yep. would have. Yep. And so now we wanted to kind of put it on um, record, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We will move on. Hopefully that answered. Uh, we're going to move on to Lisa Nicole. No, you're missing Kristen. Wait. Oh, no, no, you're right. I'm sorry. We have another one from um, Kristen uh, Arbeen. Tell me how to pronounce your name because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and what is this question? What are your long-term goals for the podcast? Retirement. I think I said earlier. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I, I have no idea. Um, just for my husband to be happy. You know, my my initial goal for starting this was one. It was a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm somebody who likes challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, two, it, we love talking Disney. Mm-hmm. I like an avenue to talk it. So if I can talk about it and other people listen, awesome. My number one goal, honestly, is to help people. Yes. It 100% is, is. I just started to say, Kristen, that is our one number. That is why we started, too. It is. I mean, you know... To hear, uh, not a client, but a, a guest, go up to a cast member and say, um, this magic band is kind of too big for my daughter. Is there any way we can make it smaller? And they just haven't taken off the gray part. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? And it, it's just things like that. So we're just here to, you know, help and make things easier because it is overwhelming. It is much. It is a lot to go into. Yeah. So we just want to help you all out. And that is, that's the number one goal. You know, anything beyond that, um, I want longevity. Mm-hmm. I do. And, you know, we are so, so thankful for our Club 32 members um, who help cover yes, the cost of things like hosting. Yep. Uh, because that's the thing is, you know, you can call it a hobby, but all hobbies do cost money. Right. And having this hobby costs a lot of money. Right. And so, you know, Having advertisers and relationships with with the fine folks over at Expedition Roasters. Yeah. Having the incredible members in Club 32 who support us. Having the people that leave us rating and reviews and listen every Mm -hmm. week. You don't have to be a Club 32 member. That does a ton for the show. It helps it grow. It helps exposure. And I really, number one for me is to help people so that they don't have to make mistakes that potentially we did. Right. To save them money. And to have longevity, I think, are really my goals for this show mm-hmm. long term. And, you know, we get to go often enough that if we make a mistake, okay, it's okay. But if you're on your once a year trip mm-hmm. or your once every five years trip, I don't, wa- I don't want you to make mistakes. Right. I don't want you to do something. We want you to have poten- the best trip yeah, possible. That's potentially not worth it mm-hmm. for your money or whatever. So that's, I know that's our goal. I know that's Jared and Jamie's goal. Yep. And... You know, again, the four of us together are so thankful and lucky that we can go often enough that we're able to provide you all of this feedback. You know, we eat at places we haven't eaten at so we can talk about them. Mm -hmm. We stay at places we haven't stayed at so we can talk about them and hopefully give you more and more info so that you can make an educated decision. Yep. And if at any point ever, because I know you will, you find something that comes from us because I know it, it's easy to get for people that go a lot and they experience it a lot. If you ever feel at a point that you think we're getting those, I don't know, we've come down on Disney or we have the Disney, you know what I mean? That we're not um, positive. Yeah. I always want to be positive about it and be 
honest with experiences, but hopefully not in too negative of a way. And I will take an email magic at main st magic at any dot com at any time. And if you think at any time you just go, man, you guys are starting to sound like you don't like Disney. I never want to get to that. That's another goal of mine because we love it. You know, we were on four years straight of going every month and I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay. Right, moving on to Lisa. Next Nicole. question. You're like, move her to lose it, sister. <laughs> move on. Um, so I feel like we've answered these a couple yeah. of them. Um, but we'll just real quick. Do you vacation outside of Disney? Not really. If so, where's your favorite place? <laughs> the keys. Um, or my our in laws. My are my in laws, your mm-hmm. parents. Yeah. Um, do you have any interest in going to other Disney parks, Paris, etc.? And if so, which ones are you most looking forward to going to? Yeah. Um, again, um, I think we answered earlier. I would do Hawaii and I would do Alani. Yeah. Yeah. As far well, yeah, I mean, that's a resort. But as far as parks go, I uh, really want to do Disneyland. Um, I would love to go to any of the other parks. I really want to do Tokyo and Disney Sea. Okay. I've heard that is the absolute best. Okay. Really want to do that. And I think Paris would be cool. Yeah. Um, That would probably be like third on my list. Okay. I'm just not a big fan of going overseas, if I'm being honest. Mm. You're being honest. You don't like to go more than six hours away. So we went into we went into St. Augustine, this. like the downtown park, twice today. Uh, yeah, that was horrifying. Oh my! It was like God. 25 minutes each way. Now you're gonna. These people are gonna like <laughs> want to punch you. All right. Um, next, we're gonna go to Tessa Warner. Uh, what are some other bucket list trips that you'd like to take or already have plans to take outside of Disney? Yeah, I mean, again, I would go straight with Hawaii and Alani. I know that's still somewhat Disney, but it's not a park. It's a resort. I would do Cal- uh, Colorado. And like I would to ski? Breckenridge. Um, we did that with my family a really long time ago now. And I would love to do that again with family. I really liked Boston. I would like to go back with you, not in November. Okay. Or new, go back to New York City. Okay. It's been a long time since we've done New York City. Okay. Like before we were married. Yeah. So th- those two I would really, really like to do. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, we have Annette Dahl. And what is her question? A Disney dining plan. When looking at the menus, I can't see what's included. How does it work? If restaurants accept dining credits, does that mean I can have any entree or is it restricted? Uh, yes and no. Uh, the majority of entrees, you know, n- normally what you're going to do with the dining plans is you're going to get for table service. If that's part of your plan, you're going to get a appetizer an entree and a dessert. Um, majority of entrees are included unless otherwise noted. For example, Maya grill mm-hmm. has that giant platter that's built for two people right. that would take two credits to enjoy it. So for the most part, yes, you can, but not every single one. Okay. So you just kind of have to look. Um, you're right. I, you know, I honestly, I would check out. I think they, I don't know if they have the dining credits available or not on there. Uh, check out DisneyFoodBlog.com. They do a really good job or AllEars.net of breaking down menus. And it may show better what uh, credits are actually used towards entrees and, and things like that. So I would check that out. But the majority of them are just not all of them. Perfect. Okay. Um, Catherine. Catherine Schmant. Yep. I think. What has been your favorite episode you have recorded so far? I'm going to say this one. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. What is the one that had me just dying? I can't remember now. I'm trying to remember. 
yeah, I don't know if I have a specific episode as much as I have the moments that I love. You know, we I, I do a lot of show notes, and we usually that. stick pretty the well to those bolted ones. I love the moments that we don't we don't plan, and it's just I think it's just you and I. Like we are in a regular life where you're making me laugh. I'm making you laugh. And it's just, <laughs> I make it's just laugh. kind of sometimes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, the, you make me laugh all the time. Oh, I do. You do. You always make me laugh. I didn't oh, yeah. know I made you laugh. Yeah. I do make you laugh a lot. Mm, you do. I try to remind you how lucky you are to have someone as hilarious as I am. You don't have to remind me. Basis. I know how lucky oh, I you. am. Um, no, those are, I can't say a favorite episode, but I can say my favorite moments. Um, I actually love episode 100. Where we, we talked about why we love Disney so much. Yeah, that was a good one. I really, really like that one. If you have not heard it, go back and listen to that one. Um, Sharon Claire asked, how did st- Capture the Magic come to be? Uh, how did the Lees and the Steins meet and come together as Disney podcasters? Oh, this is a good one. I can answer that one. Um, I uh, Once I you know started the show and I was listening to Diz Unplugged, I started going out and listening to other ones. Uh, there's two reasons I listen to a lot of other Disney podcasts. One is education. Um, we don't know everything. Right. Never will. Correct. We'll never claim to know everything about Disney. Correct. So to listen to other shows that have experienced things we haven't, that have tips and advice we don't maybe know. I like to be able to pick those up and work them into our shows. Um, I also too. like to listen to... huh. I said, what's number two? Oh, well, number two is I like to listen to them because I like to listen to shows and say, I really like the way they do a show or I don't like the way they do a show and learn from it. I mean, it's all about working on your craft and figuring out what works. So if there's, if somebody did something and I go, I don't like the way this part goes, so let's not do that. Uh, The way that Capture the Magic came to be was um, I started listening to other Disney podcasts and Capture the Magic was one of them. And I was like, I like these guys. I can relate to them. They're funny. They they reminded me of us. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, I think I had just started corresponding with Jared on Twitter. And it was actually when I was at that podcast convention, we started. And by the way, I thought he met Jared in person there. No, I did not. We were he did not. hitting back and forth on Twitter. We were direct messaging and we started talking and whatever. And we just were like, man, we are a lot alike. Uh, we think a lot alike about where we want the future of our podcast, about how much we love Disney, about business in general. And so we were, it was literally there that we threw out the idea of starting the Diz Dudes. And so finally I was like, man, I keep just, you know, we keep DMing on Twitter back and forth. What's your cell phone number? And we just started trading Aww. cells. And honestly, I'm not sure that would have been almost two years ago a little no a year and a half ago like i don't think there's been a day we haven't traded text messages jared and i <laughs> oh you're and so so, sweet. so once we were starting the Diz dudes we just decided we're like you know what would make sense because right at that point you know capture the magic had a bigger following mm-hmm. than us because jared's a, a genius when it comes online and his advertising's really good and they had really built up a great listenership in a short amount of time and so we said well, let's put the Diz dudes on your feed and when we get to 50 episodes or so we'll break it off on its own but we have already built a listenership so that's what we did. And we just decided, you know, we can be a lot stronger as a network mm-hmm. than as individual shows. Yep. And we can cover a lot more as a network than individual shows. So let's become a network. And then I started listening and it was so funny because like their voices and everything and possibly like y'all feel about us. I feel like I knew Jared and Jamie before I even met them. Oh, yeah. And it I, mean, was- I didn't meet Jared for in person for maybe a year. Yeah, it was I and I thought you knew him and I would he'd be getting the text and be like, Who's that? 
Jared, your best friend. <laughs> because they were. <laughs> Why would you say it's so snooty and like mean though? It's just, it's just because that's up. all you talked to. You didn't talk to anybody. Yeah, else. and then um, all of us got together and met, and Jonda was formed. Yes. Which is like a monster with two heads. Uh uh. By but not not monster like in the no, the bad sense. Great, I mean, it's a yeah. great formation. Um, but it but it it was cool. You know, it's funny. It there's great. so many. There's, yeah. Well, there's so many times that like Rhonda, she doesn't do it anymore because I think she's learned better. She would meet like somebody in the neighborhood or something, like the wife. She'd come home and she would be like, I think you'll really like the husband. And I'm like, why would I like him? <laughs> and then I would meet him and be like, I don't like you this guy met Jared and go, you'll really like the wife. I know. And then it turned out. Perfectly. I really did. though, And it was I so well her. that we all just connected so well. And yeah. you and Jamie immediately connected. Oh, yeah. Jared and I connected. I think you and Jared connect. Jamie and I. It just it really was like just the perfect culmination. Yep. And we also wanted to do something that. Almost nobody else was doing short of like a Diz Unplugged. And, you know, yeah. and they're they're the ones you aspire to kind of be like, yep. you know, in a sense. And we want to be like them in our own way. Correct. And maybe better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it gets there. All right. Um, we do have a few more. <laughs> um, next, we have Sarah White. So what are your must do rides, snacks, restaurants every time you visit? <clears throat> Uh, what are Kaylin and Lacey's favorite rides? Congrats on 200 episodes. Thank you, Sarah. I got I, I, I still haven't gotten one recently. I love a Mickey pretzel with plastic cheese. Why have you gotten one? You keep I talking about this every know. episode. And it's one of my favorite snacks there. Well, uh, Mickey bars. We all love Mickey bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite rides you must do every time. Flight of Passage. Yes. Uh, for me, Ever- Everest is on that list. Dinosaur um, is fun. Dinosaur. We actually do love Dinosaur. Uh, what about what's must do restaurant? That's hard because we've been trying to switch them up so much. I know. But what are what are like your three favorite restaurants on property? Quick service or table service that if we weren't trying to do different restaurants, you would just do like every time. Uh-huh. Cali Grill, you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. But other ones. Sana, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. We loved Sebastian's Bistro. Cinderella's Royal Table. Cinderella's Royal Table. Okay. Um, quick service, Satali Canteen. Yep. We do that a ton. Um, what's Kaylin Lacey's favorite ride? Gosh, I don't know. Primeval World. Oh God. <laughs> oh, it is Primeval still down World. until September twenty eighth at the yep. moment, and it's never made me happier. I do think that's actually probably like their favorite ride right now. Probably. That's insane to me. Ugh, why? All right. Uh, next we have um Ash Cass. I don't know if Ash is short for Ashley, maybe. Maybe. Uh, when planning a Disney, uh, I'm gonna let you feel. You know what? You read and answer this one. Hmm. When planning. Planning a Disney December trip, what should you pack? And what um, we keep hearing mixed opinions on weather in Florida at that time. <coughs> Excuse me, Ash. Yes, absolutely. Um, pack everything because it is mixed <laughs> opinions or mixed um, weather on that yeah. given I, time. I, I would check up until um, the day before you leave. Continue to check forecasts. And I'm not kidding. I would seriously take... Anywhere from, I probably would go ahead and leave your tank tops at home. I'd go ahead and say that one. But I would take um, short sleeve, long sleeve, sweatshirt, shorts, and jeans. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And you're usually good on no rain. But if you have an umbrella or two, maybe keep the rain away. Yeah. So um, that's mine because... When you're there, you know, if you do wear shorts, if it's supposed to be like, you know, 75, 80 that day, you know, 
you might start out at 50, 60 that morning. And you wear, you might wear shorts and you might freeze a little bit. But if you wear your sweatshirt later that day, you're going to be in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. That's the hardest part is during those months, like you're saying, because in the morning, I mean, you could literally go from waking up and it being 43 degrees in the Mm -hmm. afternoon, it being 75 and And sunny, mm -hmm. but feeling like 85. Yep. Um, Definitely just check your favorite weather app up until the day before you leave and make adjustments as needed. Uh, And if you're missing anything, you can buy them at World of Disney or gift shops or something. So, um, all right. Next, we're going to go to uh, Tony Orgelfinger. Uh, I think it's a pronounce that right. He says, awesome. Congrats. Thank you, Tony. I like this question. Uh, what's the biggest lessons you have learned, both with the podcast and Disney? Um, I can I can tell you right now, going back to Lou Mangello's advice about mm-hmm. podcasting, be yourself. Yeah. Because there is nobody else like you. I think it's the right. <laughs> I mean, but it's true. My biggest with the podcast is I listen to others, and maybe that's why I'm maybe too positive. But to be positive, like I don't. Nobody wants to hear a negative. Yeah. So. I've always said there's a huge difference between honesty and negativity. Correct. And I think honesty is where we try to steer towards, even though you will say that I'm negative sometimes. I will. Which is a lie. (laughs) You are a liar. Uh, With Disney, one thing I've learned, and this isn't necessarily Disney the company, but it's Disney fans. um, Stay away from Diz Twitter. Um, I don't have that. People are horrible and hate everything. That's all I can say. So just... Just watch out for them. You know, don't let other people bring you down. Here's the thing. If they close an old ride for a new one, just love it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I just, you know, it, it's 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 stay away from toxic people and toxic tweets that and should toxic be di- behavior. Period. That is period. Disney. It is. It 100% is. And that's one thing I've definitely learned about Disney community, which is why I am so thankful for the, the Capture, Capture the Magic, Magic community, community. Yep. where, you know, we've this has been around now for like a year and a half. It's over 1,400 members strong. And, and growing. Thank and, you, guys. Yeah, and we have a wonderful team that is administrators who almost really never have to do anything as far as removing posts or comments. It's such a positive community, mm-hmm. and it's the type that you want to be a part of. Um, it is. So stay so away from negativity it. and talks. Find it. Yeah. <laughs> Capture the Magic community. Um Krista, Krista Schmidt says, happy 200th episode. Thank you, Krista. Thank you. Uh, do you want to you go over this one a little bit? Um, at go what over the point, two questions. At what point in time did you start being recognized in the park by fans? That was the first time ever I was walking into, you remember I was walking into Epcot, I was on a solo trip. I was yes, walking into Epcot were. around a year ago. It was and, Epcot for me as well, but go ahead. Yeah, and I was, um, I was doing baggage change, baggage check change <laughs> like, i don't want this bag anymore can i have his um and somebody yells are you jeremy from main street magic and i'm like what <laughs> just happened and i look over and i'm like yeah and i wave and she says um can i get a picture with you after you're done and i'm thinking why on <laughs> earth would you ever want that like Rhonda's not even with me. She's the good looking one out of the two of us. So, so I go over and um, yeah, I get a picture with us and it goes on. And that was about a year and a half ago. And it was so, so cool, but weird. Yeah. Um, what about my I first mean, one was um, Jeremy stopped to get a beer at the um, not. Is it Block and Hans? Yeah, Block and Hans. And I was Block headed, and Hans. I was headed to um, the American Pavilion. 
I do believe this was around the Christmas. What is that called? Um, the Candlelight Processional? Well, what's the Christmas one called? Where they oh, have the, all those? Yeah, the International Festival of the yes. Holidays. Yep. Because um, we had the cookie stroll and everything. And, oh, that's right. Um, I was headed that way because he was going to get a beer and I was by myself. And um, this couple was coming and she was with our daughter. And then you could obviously tell the other daughter and husband was lagging behind. And the way it was going to work, I was going to go in between them. So I was like, oh, you go, go ahead. And she's like, you're capture the magic or something, she said. And I, I mean, I really don't remember what she said because I was like, <laughs> uh, what, what? And I was like, oh, my God. God, some hi, how are you? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what to do. And I was just so just taken aback. And then I was like, should I buy their should I buy their food? Like, I mean, I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> buy their food. And it, it was just it was so just shocking and amazing yeah. at all at once. Yeah. Um so we, yeah, I mean we love we absolutely love yeah. meeting listeners. Oh, um, absolutely. We've had, you know, several now I know now what to do. I know to us. How to, yeah ask your name and we take pictures now sometimes it's just so. it's 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 why we do this yeah. it is something you know i told i told ronda this story recently years ago um when we were doing the hardwood hustle podcast we were in new york city for all-star weekend oh, yeah. and we we're interviewing a bunch of people and, and we were traveling around and we were checking out all the events and we were at the nike uh jordan store right there in, in like downtown manhattan or something and we're walking around and it's it's me and our podcast crew which included my brother and this kid walks up to my brother and is like you're alan stein aren't you and he's like yeah and the kid's like can i get a photo with you and all and i was like that's insane and it wasn't to me it wasn't so cool that he was recognized because he's not famous you know we're not famous right it was cool that the person wanted to take a photo and meet him because he had done something that had impacted their life in a way, you right. know, through his talks or through his workouts or whatever. And and that's what I love. It's so neat for somebody to come up and say, I listen to you guys. Cause still my first impression is always like, why? Like, thank you. But why would you do that? <laughs> thank you for listening to us. But well, why would you listen to us? That's so awesome. That. It just, it, to think that it is at least helping people or impacting yeah. people to me is is what I love so much about it. And it actually will um well we'll do one more from from Krista and then Adam's uh, comment next is going to be the exact thing that just makes me so so happy. Um so Krista's other question was do you tell all or most cast members you have a podcast and you ever think it sways the way they treat you? No we do not. It we don't. comes up in conversation but sometimes. Sometimes I will, depending on what we're doing and yeah. if it's with work, I will say, you know, hey, this is, you know, what we we're doing this because of this. Yeah. But no, I, we do not start out that way by any not at means all. Yeah, ever. No. Um, it just happens to be where if we're trying to review something or if we're trying to talk about something, we'll let them know, hey, yeah. um, we're doing this because we're going to review you. Yeah. So. Well, we'll do it. Yeah. Like, in a, like you're saying is, you know, we might do it something where, you know, I mean, you're, you're starting to talk to just say a waiter and you're right. asking like very Narcusi's specific is questions. A, one that really comes to mind. Yep. Um, we sat down we were eating and we were doing a few things and we were videoing and he, our waiter said something and I, I was like, yeah, well, this is what we do. And so he actually brought us over. We did not have our children that night and he brought us over a kid's menu and said, well, here's this if you need it. And, um, he was awesome and he, yeah. but he didn't give us any more, any less. Yeah. Um, 
So it was perfect. Yeah. Or like, yeah, when um, when we went and did California Grill and he saw us live streaming, you almost yep. sometimes feel like you want to give an explanation of what's happening. And yep. so we've done that. But no, at no point. We don't know, start off the conversation. Yeah, like, hey, what's up? Yeah, we have a podcast. Right, it's right. more like you start a conversation and right. it leads to a question that you go, well, yeah, it's because we have a podcast that we would like to do this or that or right. whatever. Um, I, I, I don't know that. I don't. I, I don't think we've been treated differently. I, don't I would I, really I would hope don't. that anything that maybe has happened um, that was built off of hopefully a relationship or personalities other than the fact that it's a podcast. Right. If that makes sense. Um, leading into Adam Carter, he doesn't have a question. He just has a statement. And this is this is so perfect to me because this is this is why we do what we do. One hundred percent. This could be like our testimonial of why we do what we do and he says congratulations i love your podcast uh, i'm learning a lot of great tips for disney when i take my daughter for her birthday Aww. and that that's to me that's it yep that's what we want to do is yep. provide those tips to hopefully make your trip better yes um john long he asks if you could pick any ip and have it be disney and then a ride for it what ip would you pick so non-disney related you know, I actually, I like a lot of, you know what, um, let's see, I think it's owned by Universal. I'd go Shrek. Okay. If Disney could buy yeah. the Shrek IP and create rides and whatever, that would be awesome. How about you? Is there something specific? Um, I'd only say Harry Potter because of Kaylin no, no, loves no. Harry Potter. If they could get a hold of that. <laughs> Fast but, and the Furious. Yeah, All these ones that Universal owns, but. Right. That's, um, I mean. I think Universal has a Shrek. They have a Shrek show or something. Yeah. But I would probably go with, honestly, Shrek would be number one. Uh, who is next with Nicole Daniels? Nicole what is Daniels. her question? Um, what is the one thing at Walt Disney World you think everyone should experience no matter what their age? Happily ever after. I started to say, or just walking down Main Street. Main Street, yeah. I was originally going to go with just Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? Happily ever after, yep. no matter what your age. Unless so you're great. like two weeks old. I don't know that they would appreciate it. <laughs> They might just cry a lot from the loud fireworks and sounds. But anybody else, <laughs> I really, I think you're right. Strolling down Main Street, day it's or night, and catching happily ever after. It's, there's nothing like it. Yep. It's still every time they come around that corner. Well, especially after every, me. before every Disney movie, that's the castle oh, you see. That's the best. I want to watch a Disney movie now. Um, Ali Dinunzio, uh, if you could be a cast member at any spot in all of Disney World, where would you work? Where would you work? Would you do like a bibbidi bobbidi I probably would. Salon? Yeah, I pro probably would do it. I would probably like to, because I do like to see the kids, um, I would probably try to do a bibbidi bobbidi boutique. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I what would you do? Uh, well, I say this, but there's no way I could ever do it because I don't have the experience of these people or the course of training or anything. Getting to know guys like Aaron and Nathan and getting to know people like Kelsey I think being a guest experience manager would be so amazing. You know, all three of them have said how they drive to work every single day with a smile on their face and they love their job. Yeah. And I know they deal with a lot that oh, I'm sure. isn't always magical. Yeah. But they have the opportunity to make, make it, it magical. Yep. yep. And they are impacting people's lives every single vacation. Um, mm -hmm. Again, not that I could do it, but if I could be put in a position and have the training and the expertise to do it, I think that would like be my one. Yeah. Okay. Either that or I would be the cast member at the entrance to Primeval World and I would be like, eh, you don't really <laughs> want to come on this thing. It's, Seriously, it's broken down. All right. All right. We have um, Sarah Robinson says, what one character would you love to meet? 
Have we met him? Just kidding. Um, no. No, I know. Um, I don't know. I would go straight Marvel characters if they ever have the opportunity to oh, come. I cool. mean, we know we've met, uh, we've done Star Lord and the Baby Groot meeting, but man, if they ended up with a Cap or an Iron Man or something like that yeah. meeting, Black Widow would be okay. okay. Um, that would be pretty cool. I would love yeah, Marvel characters because <clears throat> I met Stitch, which I love. Yeah, Stitch. he's always fun. Doctor Facilier um, is Dr. amazing. Yep. Tiana is always wonderful. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. All right, but she has another one. Yes. What she is her said, other question? Um, my sister and I will be attending the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party for the first time in October. Do you guys have any suggestions for original costumes? <laughs> Tweedledee and Tweedledum. That just sounds rude, but it's just the first thing that popped in my head. Okay. I don't know. I'm trying uh, to think um, of like. I wonder how old your sister is because, um, because our daughter is the one who picked our last yeah. one. That so many people just. I mean, we got so many compliments yeah. because it was completely original, but um, we were um, dead princes and princes. And princesses and prince. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought I said. But said anyways, princes prince. and princes. <laughs> you didn't, I'm not sure what you said. <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I think of anything that are like wonderful pairs. I'm trying to think of, of. You know, two females that are just wonderful pairs. I mean, honestly, Maleficent and Aurora, Elsa and Anna. Maleficent and Aurora would be good. That'd be really good. Elsa and Anna. Maleficent one time. Yep. And um, and Lacey was Mal. Remember Mm -hmm. when that year that you were that? Um, yeah, I think any of those kind of pairs like that would be really, really good. If you can go ahead and find another friend, then you could be like the three. uh, The three amigos. No, the The, the caballeros. You okay? That's not where I was going. Was it the three fairies? Oh. From ah. Sleeping Beauty. You went straight birds and ducks, though. Okay. We have three caviaras. Um, <laughs> honestly, I like Maleficent and Aurora a and lot. And you are going to love, Sarah, the oh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. I hope you did the um, Christmas one first. Well, but, but they're um, both getting upgrades this year, yeah, so we'll true. see how they go. Um, but yes. We, and we will have a lot more info. We're doing the August 27th yes, we party, are. so we'll have a lot so more info on the in upgrades. October, we will have yep. a... Um, Report back to you before that. Yep. Um, next, we'll go uh, to Stacy, and I think I just want to mention it, but I think we kind of were able to answer some of these earlier. Uh, Stacy Counterman, she says, "At what point did you and John decide to go all in on Main Street Magic?" Uh, same question for bringing in Rhonda. Love listening to you all. Congrats on the milestone. Thank you, Stacy. Uh, thank you, Stacy. I think we did answer those probably earlier. Yeah. Um, then we have Adam Johnson, who said, "What Disney transportation is best for rope dropping Magic Kingdom from the Polynesian?" Um, I love the boats. Yeah, but remember the boats weren't running. We had to take. Oh, the boats on the monorail both only start running about 30 minutes prior to opening. So they can be tough. We were going to go the boats. Remember? The the monorail was an hour before, wasn't it? Correct. And boats were 30 minutes before. So you will be off better on the monorail. Yes. Um, Depending on where you're going, when you're going. And if they still have the Toy Story 4 wrap, you may be inside of a demonic (laughs) ventriloquist doll. Yeah. car which is scary as all get out okay. uh for rope dropping i would say monorail coming back i would 100 percent say boat i would too um depending on when you're going to and when the walkway is completed yep. connecting grand floridian it's possible you could walk from poly down through grand flow all the way to magic kingdom and not deal with and if you need to go like really before rope drop and you can't do the monorail and you can't do the boats it is a five to ten minute walk to yeah. ticket and transportation, 
and then you can take the um, ferry boat, which ferry runs boat. a lot earlier. That's mm-hmm. a good point, actually, from Polly. That's yep. very good. Look at you, just knowing stuff. Boom. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, last one is not a question, but it is a comment from Susan Reiner. It says, congratulations. I love being part of the Capture the Magic community. Thank, Thank you, Susan. You, Susan. Um, I had cut off these questions probably a little while ago, right before we were recording. If I missed any, we'll just go back and answer them within yep. the Facebook uh, post. Um, but thank you guys so much for submitting these questions. Thank you for sticking around for yeah, this very thank long you guys episode. So much for um, everything. And everything. We wouldn't be anything without y'all. So None. we do appreciate you do. very much. We absolutely love all our listeners. We love this community. Um, we hope that we're building something very, very special here. We hope that you're helping you. We are. Uh, if at any given time you need anything from us, you have questions, you can reach out in the community. Uh, you can email at magic at mainstmagic.com. Uh, we are always available. This is what we love to do. We love to help people, you know, uh, give them tips, give them advice, plan, hear about mm-hmm. their vacations, tell them about ours. Uh, and of course, a go-to source is always going to be Melissa Pilgrim with Ears of Experience, mm-hmm. uh, M-P-I-L-G-R-I-M dot com uh and if you fell asleep halfway through this episode at all <laughs> then i would recommend going to expeditionroasters.com and using code ctm15 to order some coffee job, to help honey. keep you awake because it is going to have to keep us awake oh, during the insane edge. week we're yes. having a galaxy's edge uh if you do want to see a, a lot of some of the behind the scenes and a little more content than within the regular podcasts and youtube uh in the regular capture the magic community check out ctm vip.com and uh as long as you are out yeah i hope you already subscribed to main street magic if you do not we would love if you also subscribe well subscribe to us and subscribe to capture the magic and the Diz dudes as well and please leave all of us a rating and review because it helps all of our shows grow 200 out we'll see you real soon that was dumb a little bit <laughs> <laughs>